No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. So I, I'm not one to tell anybody what to do, but I'm going to tell you what to do right now. Do just, it. Just real quick. Do it. Quick like. What? What you going to tell me I to need, do? I need you, if you're one of those people that like fast forwards past the commercials, I need you to just stop and <laughs> don't do that right now. Slow down. I have to tell you about something. So we have a new sponsor. What? And this sponsor is Venue Llama. Venue Llama. And you're, now you're asking yourself, what's Venue Llama, Aaron? Well, let me tell you what ven, Venue Llama is. Have you ever gone out of town to go to a show and you didn't know about the venue? You wondered about the security. You wondered what the parking was like. You wondered what the bathrooms were like or if there was good food around there and what the hotels were like and there was nobody to ask. Now there is. You can go to Venue Llama and find out all the lowdown, all the skinny on all the venues that you go to all the time and all the stuff that we want to know. Like, am I going to have a hard time getting through security? That's usually my number one concern yeah. when going to a show. Um, what's the food like? What's the that shortest kind of entrance to go through? So that, that stuff. It's an online, <clears throat> excuse me. It's an online resource that provides live music fans with the insider venue info that you need. A place where fans can quickly rate venues and share various tips and intel about those venues. VenueLlama.com launches in late spring, but they're currently doing a sneak peek for our listeners. Hey, check that out. So check it out. You can go to VenueLlama.com forward slash NSR and sign up and start putting your intel into the llama base now. And they're running, um, uh, what do you call it? Beta. No, a uh, c- uh, contest. Okay. Right now. If you get in there before March 15th, you will be automatically entered into a raffle to win one grand prize of a pair of tickets to the show of your pick from Venue Llama featured tours like Dead and Company, Fish, Widespread Panic, Billy Strings, and Goose. You heard that right. Go to VenueLlama.com forward slash NSR, register, and you could win a pair of tickets. And also go over to there on the social media. They already have at Venue Llama on Instagram, on Facebook, and they already have a dope YouTube page with a lot of videos downloaded already. And then five runner-ups are going to receive Venue Llama gear. Venue Llama is currently compiling its llama base with as much helpful information as possible on venues for, like we said, Dead & Company, Fish, Widespread Panic, Billy Strings, Goose. So go to VenueLlama.com forward slash NSR before the 15th, sign up, and you're going to be automatically entered into that raffle raffle. 
That's not even a word. You were, like, you were gonna say like refuge. Refuge. Don't get rendered into the <laughs> refuge. Not like that. It's cool. It's yeah. It's cool. way cooler. No, venulama.com. There it is. Forward slash NSR. Our family over at Fire, Fire on, on the, the Mountain, Mountain is doing everything they can to put the best, most delicious, amazing food in your belly that they possibly can. Three locations here in Portland, two locations in Denver, and let me tell you what, it's almost salad season, and there's going to be some amazing, new, delicious, delectable, and delightful salads from our family over at Fire on the Mountain. Yeah, and at any moment, I'm sure their special sauces for all the locations and their specials will be hitting that's right. And if you do not live in Portland or Denver, you can go to portlandwings.com and order yourself some sauces to go straight to your door anywhere around the world. And they also have really dope merch, too. I mean, it doesn't matter if you don't have a fire on the mountain where you're at. You can order the merch, have some sauce, sit there in your little cozy hoodie or T-shirt or whatever. Make yourself some chicken wings. It'll be a whole thing. And it's amazing. And let me tell you what. There's nothing better than having the Grateful Dead family cook you dinner. And if that's not enough for you, they also have Fire on the Mountain Brewing, where you can get your own beers brewed by them. So you can go to FOTMPDX on Instagram or at FOTM Denver, and you can go to PortlandWings.com to see what we're talking about, or just go over there if you're here in Portland or Denver, man. Go get yourself something to eat cooked by your family. There's a lot going on in the Grateful Dead universe all the time. Yeah, but there is. This time of year, the most important thing that's going on is Skull and Roses down in Ventura, April 19th through the 23rd. We're talking two performances by Phil Lesh. And We're, friends. And friends. You can't forget the friends. <laughs> that's right. O'Teal. Dark Star Orchestra. Leftover salmon, leftover Sages salmon, spirits, Melvin Seals and the Lat- JGB, oh, and the Latin Dead. Oh yeah, I can't forget the Latin Boom Dead. Box. Oh my God, dogs circles in the pile. around the sun. Jerry's middle finger, Stu Allen and Mars Hotel. Yeah, if, if that's not enough to make you want to jump on the plane and head to Ventura, I don't know what is. So check this out. Go to skullandroses.com. Get yourself some passes. Come hang out with us. We're going to be down there. Come see. Four and a half or five days on the beach with Grateful Dead music, with the Grateful Dead family, the best music on the planet, the best lot scene on the planet. This is a whole thing. If you were one of those people that sadly missed Grateful Dead shows in the 80s and 90s, this is the closest you are going to get nowadays. I promise you, it feels just like being at a show back in the day. It also gives you exploration into a lot of the stuff because the Beam Brothers are going to be performing this year. Oh, that's and right. And they're going to have the Beam, wow. I, hopefully they do, in the parking lot like they did last year at their setup where you can actually go see them. And, and it's, this year's an even like bigger shakedown and they're going to have places to like cool off and hang out out there. Lots of great merch out there. A lot of good stuff going on. And you know what? You just got to come down. Hang out with us on the beach. Go to SkullAndRoses.com. Grab yourself some passes. Come party with the family. Yeah, go over to the Wall of News and check out what's happening. Wallofnews.love. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast, Inside the Musician's Brain, is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. 
Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. to burn your trope i'm good you good i'm good you good apple i'm good you as good as you can be right now i'm as good as i can be right now that's right, right. that's hanging, good hanging in hey no no simple road family are you good are you good we good <laughs> <laughs> how good this is aaron this is mel and this is cinnamon oh wait oh, cinnamon shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, i already a- forgot it's apple i'm just i'm just joking well, around. would you be cinnamon apple no apple the, the reason i saw that is because of the apple jacks box we never buy apple jacks yes yeah, and i saw toasty. that and i was like oh shit my nickname my new nickname is cinnamon i have a bone to pick with apple jacks I do. Why? Because what? What? first of all, there's no apple in Apple Jacks, but there's a big apple on the box. It's like an apple cinnamon flavor. No, there's no apple anywhere near. They, they didn't no, even no, walk there's by not, that no, there's cereal not like with an real apple. Ad. There's some artificial Maybe sugar it's, spray. It's just like the uh, mascot. That's it. Like Fruit of the Loom doesn't have apples in it, but it's well, part that's of their underwear. mascot. It's not claiming fruit, a fruit of the Loom. My Fruit of the Looms have underwear. apple in them. <laughs> ah, yeah, Yours are do. special God, apples. God, I wish I had a rim shot on the. Uh, I want a rim shot. This episode of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind. I don't want to forget before we get rolling into our insanity. It's brought to you in partnership with. The Edible Beats. Out of Denver, Colorado. If you don't already know who the Edible Beats are, is, you (laughs) should go online and just type in the Edible Beats Denver and you will find a culinary journey world that you can 
traverse your way through. And if you're lucky enough to live in Denver, you can actually visit one of the amazing the plethora restaurants. plethora of restaurants. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like when you go to any other restaurant in the whole wide world, you sit down, you get your food. It's great. Like we went to Shalom Y'all here. It was yeah, wonderful. We sure. had an amazing experience. But I think the difference with the Edible Beats is like intentionality. So if you think about life and being alive on planet earth as frequency and vibration and how intention can be infused into building a guitar or playing music or cooking food. Absolutely. This group of restaurants and the people who run it are very uh, intentionally changing the way that the food is made by the way that the employees are treated and respected. And then in turn, the employees and the people who work there are making the food in a different vibration. I mean, not to be all heady about it. Well, furthermore, it's, it's helping us to create our weekly rewind with more intention to raise the bar and come up to where edible beats is. Right. And I, I, I will say this too, that like, we have sponsors on no simple road. Right. And it's great having partnerships with people like we do. We have great relationships with our yeah, we sponsors, love our sponsors. And, and they're like part of our family and we hang out with them outside of the podcast and whatever. But I think this particular thing with edible beats has changed no simple road for the better more than anything else that we've ever done as far as like sponsorship or partnerships or anything like that. you know edible beats is different than our sponsors because with our sponsors we're we're giving them a commercial we're shouting out the product or or whatever it is that we're being sponsored by and when we decided to um, join in collaboration with edible beats it changed out how we did things right. it changed we weren't doing a commercial they didn't want that and it didn't suit them it feels like no, it they're weird no they they need to be honored and mentioned but really the real research needs to go on to the listener and to the person that's um, attending their ophelia's and linger and all their root restaurants down. root down exactly you need to do your research because when you go there, you will know that it's unlike anything that you've ever experienced, unless you've been to another one of his restaurants. Right, right. To and me, it, it's the same thing when you when you like look like like Mel said, go to Edible Beats and then do your research. But each of the restaurants has its own most beautiful Instagram, and there's so many things to connect to it. Yes, and to to me, it's like that, like like your grandma cooking her special meal. There's so much love yeah, that's- and happiness that goes into the food and the venue that the food is served at. It's a, the, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole nother level. Right. And, and so we wanted to come up to another level with them. Right. And so that's, that's why at the beginning of these weekly rewinds, we say we're doing this in partnership with the edible beats because that's what's happening. We're doing this. They're our partner in creating these episodes And what they've done for us is given us a new way to look at how we do this and also inspiration on what we're talking about. Yeah. Like the topics and, and just for the listeners out there, 
all of our known regular listeners have personally reached out to one of the three of us and mentioned how much they love these Monday episodes. And so that's why we're, we're doing this again. This, this was because of the edible beats. We were doing episodes prior to this, but there was it's just like a different vibe, a different um, headspace that we were in. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot going on in our world right now in the, in the no simple road world. Um, I'm just going to do quick little commercial for our Patreon. Um, our producer Corey has been busting his ass uh, creating content Thanks, Corey. for our Patreon. And uh, so we've been doing these side road episodes like Mel did a side road. I did one. Apple did one. We also did one with what's his name? Apple. Um, with Zach. With Zach from uh, Grateful Brothers. Yeah. Which is a Grateful Dead, Almond Brothers tribute band. And so these these episodes are up on our patrons for are on up, up on our Patreon for our patrons. And like <laughs> I think. You should tell them a little bit about listening to the conversation that you had with, with Zach, like just, I wasn't in the room, but I could hear you guys cracking up and how much fun that sounded like. I, I got FOMO. Like I want to be a patron so that I can listen to that thing. And it's weird. And it's, it's cool. It's weird doing it without the three of us, but also it's like, expanding the boundaries yeah, it was no simple it was super fun i missed you too but then it's also cool for you guys like when you do want like i'll be anticipating listening to it right because i wasn't there for it here uh, you, everybody out there just here's just a, a little like 25 second clip of this conversation seen the fart pedal it is exactly what you think it is it's just it's can you just, just read the knobs sound. for us it's okay fart, yeah there's a wet there's a wet dry switch <laughs> you gotta and check it, it really, out apple it really Some great just, demos on youtube it just turns your guitar into <clears throat> it's it's like a noise generator it just makes fart sounds so what do you think about that? Fart generators? <laughs> I've got one right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually the dog, me, Apple. But the, 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 that was odd. That's just a very quick snippet of a awesome one hour conversation that we had with Zach. And uh, thank, thanks again, Zach, for coming on and doing that. So if you want to listen to the Side Road episodes, if you want to get on our Discord and all that kind of stuff, go over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And hey, I, I wanted to throw something out there. We've got a, a couple of really interesting interviews coming up in the next few weeks. One is with Natalie Cressman in, in preparation for our triumphant return to Skull and Roses. She's going to be playing with Phil and the Terrapin Family Band. And that completes our tour of the horn section. Yes, tab. Right. yes it does. Um, and we're also going to be talking with Latin Dead in Woo-hoo! preparation for our Skull and Roses this triumph. Is, I'm the most excited. I've already got my Latin Dead merch. Thank you, babe, for hooking me up with that awesome, friggin' cute little silky handkerchief. I'm stoked. So I, I wanted to throw something out there to all of you. If you are, if you like have listened to No Simple Road in the past and we've had guests on and you're like, I wish they would have asked Thus or so. I, I, you know what? When they talked to John Cadsick, I wish they would have asked him about his guitar or whatever, whatever your question was. 
I like thus and so. Yeah. Uh, if you join the Patreon for $5 or more, you get access to the Discord server. And here's the deal I'm making with all of you. If you do that and you go on the Discord, you know that we've got Natalie Cressman coming up and you know that we have Latin Dead coming up. And if you have questions that you would love to hear us ask, you can submit them through the Discord and that's we rad. will possibly do that. So, yeah. you know, that's a little added bonus. You could get your question asked to Natalie Cressman or Latin Dead or any of the guests that we have coming up. So that's our Patreon deal. Well, and one more thing about that. Um, we are putting a lot of content on there and focus on it. One, because we want you to join Patreon, but also No Simple Road is growing so much and we're already putting out two episodes a week and there are still people that want to come on the show which is something that is great amazing and in order to do that we need to be able to have another outlet to do that because we otherwise we'd be like a five day a week show yeah so we um encourage you to go out over to patreon and see what's going on there and well, um listen to some interviews that we want to do but we can't necessarily do on no simple road just because we're freaking busy. busy and here's the bottom line for patreon and discord and all that what no simple road is besides a podcast first and foremost is a community of people it's you guys that listen it's us it's all of us hanging out at shows. It's us doing things. And what Patreon and the Discord do is give all of you a way to connect with other members of the No Simple Road community other than some social media channel or something like that where you wouldn't be able to really find each other. Yeah. This is like a concentrated place where people that listen to No Simple Road that are part of this family can all get together and get to know each other. And that's really at the bottom of it why I really want everybody that listens to the show to sign up on there because I just think that's so dope that like a community of people grow from listening to a podcast and then you all can like share each other's birthdays together or like go on trips or go meeting up at shows. Yeah. Yeah, um, Thank you to Daniel. So Daniel M for a a new patron and then Bob, Bob. Yeah. Bob B. Thank you so much for signing up. We appreciate you. Just wanted to shout you out and acknowledge you on air. Dan, right? Is it Daniel? Daniel is wheels don't roll on Instagram. And Daniel, I absolutely remember the conversation that you and I had on Instagram when Neil Casal passed away. And um, that was a really weird, difficult time for you and I both. And uh, whatever comfort you got from that conversation so did I, man. And, um, I really appreciate you just being part of our trip and coming, being coming on the Patreon and, uh, doing that whole thing. And just thanks, man. Appreciate you too, brother. And, uh, yeah, that's the whole Patreon thing. I, I know that was kind of long, but we don't really do that on the like regular Friday interview, no simple road stuff. And I just wanted to break it down for those of you that actually like listen to these Monday things because you like the three of us hanging out and talking about stuff. And you, you, you all deserve to know like what we're doing. It's not just like some bullshit scam to try and make more money. I mean, obviously we do need to make Everybody more money. Everybody needs to get paid, but that's not that's why we're, not doing, why we're this. doing it. And so I thought you all deserved a better explanation of what's going on and why and all that stuff. And yeah. And if everybody joined Patreon, who knows, you may end up with five episodes a week. That's Hell true. Yeah. That's it's what true. that helps us get to that goal of doing more. And if it, we, I was talking to 
producer Corey yesterday and he was like, dude, if we get to like, it's gone up since he started. If we get to like, uh, X amount. yeah, a hundred dollars more than we're making right now. Um, we're going to do, uh, a live hangout with our Patreon supporters. We should have already been doing. We, well, we, that's yeah. the, if we get to yeah. X a hundred more we're that's, uh, what we're going to do. We're going to do a hangout. So yeah, that's that. Anyway, um, there's a lot going on. There's, <laughs> do you want to just start since you're on the roll? I, I don't have any butter. You know, I mean, I'll, uh, I'll start roll. getting my thing well, out of the way well, real quick, and then it, we'll get to the good things. Before, yeah. <laughs> no getting before out of the we, way. We're sharing. Before we started recording, it's Sunday right now at like four o'clock. Like about a half an hour ago, <clears throat> we were out on the porch. Apple was crying. Man, he's having a rough, rough day, and uh, rough it's cu- been a rough weeks. couple of weeks, man. Yeah. Well, that, that's the first thing I wanted. To, several people know that reached out. First of all, thank you to everybody for being so awesome and supportive. Um, I was supposed to have my hemorrhoidectomy surgery on the 23rd of February. That is. No. Oh, yeah. 23rd yeah, of February. Sorry, man. That is the day that Snowpocalypse 2 came and shut down the town and. My surgery was canceled. Now I'm waiting until the 23rd of March. But so many people reached out and wished me well, um, thought that it had happened because me, Aaron, and Mel kind of jokingly did the future thing. And like, everything went great, you know, for that Monday release following the t- 23rd. But I'm scheduled again. It, it's been tough. I'm in, I'm in pain. I'm in pain today. Um, but that's when it's happening. And I just want to say how much I appreciate everybody being concerned about me. And it, it means the world it really does. Mm. Yeah, man. It's, it's tough when you see somebody that you care about going through something that there's nothing that anybody like in this house can do about it. You know what I mean? There, there ain't shit <laughs> that Mel or I can do to like make mm-hmm. you feel better right now. It's, it, you have to go have surgery. Yeah. And yeah. There's barely anything I can do anymore other than just grin and bear it and lay on your side and watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, man. That That's, you know, that's fucking tough, brother. It's no way to feel. And, and I don't know. Well, like no. And you were just well, saying earlier too, like when you're always um, in pain for anything, it could be your fucking thumbnail, but if you're always constantly in pain, it wears you out and your personality. It's tiring. Yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. And <clears throat> that, that snowpocalypse, man, that was, a, that was no joke. Mm-mm. Well, like we'll get to how it affected us, but like you're home. So it canceled your surgery, but then our fucking power went out. We were yeah. dealing with home problems with our furnace our and our, our, our front yeah, door. Yeah, we were having to prop a door in front of it. And it, and it was a like door. a record uh, a, a chair. Uh, chair in front of the door. <laughs> and it was like a record. It was the most recorded snow in a 24 hour period in Portland since 1943. And we always referred to 2016 being that craziest time that, you know, any of us had ever seen. And Aaron and I, as we were taking the train to the airport to try to go to Mexico, um, we were, yeah, I was keeping a super positive attitude. I was like, oh my God, babe, look how beautiful the city looks. Cause our train goes all the way. To, it's like the airport's on the other side of the city from us. So like we're driving through the entire 
city of Portland and seeing all the, the different neighborhoods and it's so cute. Oh, look at downtown. It's snowing like a snow globe. It's fun. Yay. Yeah, I remember you, are you, first of all, <laughs> let's, let's back up. All day long, it was snowing, but it was melting as soon as it hit the ground. I was watching it out the window where I work and I'm like, oh, that's no big deal. It'll be fine. Apple takes us to the train station. We get on the train and it's just barely snowing. It's not sticking. And we take this picture and you can look on our Instagram. It's like <laughs> leaving the snow for the sun. And it's me and <laughs> We get on the train. Dun, dun, dun. By the time we get downtown, there's like a foot. No, a no, it was like a three inches or so. Okay. Within, not a foot. within 20 minutes, half hour of me dropping you off. I was same thing. I was by myself trying to be positive, going to get the things to prepare for my surgery the next day. Like, oh, isn't this beautiful? It's all okay. They're going to man. And I barely made it home. We're, we're on the train. Mel's like, oh, it looks like a snow globe. And I remember I was like, no, it doesn't. It looks like it's going to cancel our flight. And she was like, oh, stop. Don't be like that. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be fine. And I was like, okay. So it was you. And and no. I'm, I'm sitting there and like, my heart's pounding now, and and I'm like, oh my god, what what if the fuck? So think it? about. I just want everybody to get the idea. I'm fucking so stoked, and I have fucking Mister Wet Rag next to me, <laughs> and it's already like I'm doing everything I possibly can to keep my spirits up and be stay positive. Because if it's gonna snow and cancel, it's not gonna be because I thought it. I'm gonna be like, fuck that. Nope, we're going. Something's gonna by the happen. Time, by the time we made it out of downtown. I get the alert on my phone, flight canceled, rescheduled for Saturday. This is Wednesday, right? And, and I'm like, Mel, they just canceled our flight. And uh, so I get on the phone and I'm just, I'll spare you the details of the phone call, but like, oh my God, trying to get the thing rescheduled. We get it rescheduled for 11 o'clock the next night. We get to the airport and they shut the city down. And close all the roads in and out of the airport. So now Mel and I are stuck at PDX International Airport with no way to get home. And, and you had called me at this point in the morning, like, we're going to try to make it home for the day if we can. And that's at the point I told, I was like, oh, the power's been out since three in the morning. <laughs> me and Ryder are like wearing everything and covered in blankets. Darwin had to put a blanket on because it probably got down to like 48 to 50 degrees. It was at 48 degrees when the power finally came on like 14 hours later. So Holy shit. So we're at the airport. Mel and I spend the night on the floor. Well, okay, check this out. I've got my Keens on with socks. <laughs> they were ready for Mexico. I don't even I have, have no a, I have I don't have he's got a hoodie on. I've got like a fucking shawl on and no like thick sweat. You nothing. didn't take a jacket either? No. no. Okay. There was we're no, going to Mexico. Yeah, I didn't even exactly. have fucking shoes with fucking I toes on. I knew you had it, but I didn't know. Yeah. I was like, what the? And so Aaron's fucking shivering. I'm freezing. We're trying to find a place to lay down. I start talking to this lady about but her fucking flooring. The and roof is leaking. The they have kiddie pools yeah. <laughs> laid out inside the airport catching the water that's leaking into the terminal. That's crazy. It was the, so we spend the night on the floor. We're like, okay, 24 hours in the airport. Not that bad. Sweet angel heart of a lady comes over and tries to, first of all, she was kicking us out. So she wasn't that sweet, but she was TSA and she was like, 
well, sweetie, let, let, let me see your, your passes. She, let me see what I can do for you. She really was trying to hook us up. She was trying to get us back through security so we could like be where it's more comfortable. Yeah. And and there was like places that were open to eat and because everything had shut down. So you couldn't get coffee. You couldn't get water. You couldn't get food. No, thank God for my fucking always thinking ahead and bringing Granny. food. Always trail mix that food and and those cookies, those freaking shortbread oh cookies. God. It was. I let me just so, stop. let me just stop. Cause I'm getting worked up. Yeah. I'll, I'll so we we spend the night. We wake up in the morning, or we we get off the floor. Yeah, in the morning, not, there's no waking up. And we're sitting. We're we're looking out the window, and it's just snowing and snowing and snowing and snowing. And then our flight cancels again. And so we go back up to the counter and I say to the lady, I'm like, look, if we get out of Portland, can like to Eugene or Seattle? No, no, no. You didn't, don't, don't change the story. You wanted to go to Eugene. And I was like, fuck that. We're not going to drive through Portland and go to Eugene. While you're talking to that lady, I look up Seattle and I was like, tell her Seattle, tell her Seattle. Finally, you open your mouth and you're like, how about Seattle? She's like, with her little fucking nails and it was like next thing you know yeah i can get you out of seattle so we rent a four by four pickup truck and go that we run down to the he doesn't tell me how much it is no i didn't no it didn't matter at that point i know it was gonna take whatever so and then yeah, it was $450 to rent a 4x4. I didn't care. For a day. For for one day. And uh, we rent the 4x4. We get down there. They bring the truck. We get in. We pull out of the rent-a-car place onto Airport Way in, in Portland. And it's solid ice. And it's the scariest driving. I, I can't... Like, you people that live in Michigan or, like, back east where it snows... You have snow plows that come and you salt your roads and you put mag chloride and all the stuff, right? Not here. They don't do anything. We don't do any of that. There's no plow. There's no nothing. It had rained, <laughs> snowed, rained, and snowed Somebody and Somebody asked if one of the three plows in Portland didn't clear the airport. No. <laughs> no. So <clears throat> we drive out. We're driving behind the airport here on this like back road. Because that's where Siri's telling us to go to get to Seattle. And down the road, I see a line of cars and I'm like, oh, shit. And they're, everybody's turning around. Yeah. Like everybody's like going forward. And then you see them make a U-turn. And these U-turns are not fucking easy and to make on ice. At the end of where this road stops are two jackknife semi trucks. And the guy in front of me goes to make a U-turn and slides off into the ditch on the side of the road. And can't get up. And can't get And out. there was like kids in there. Yeah. There was a lady. I, and, it wasn't a guy. I and saw. so at this point, I'm white knuckled on the steering wheel. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is your one chance. If you fuck this up, you're going to be not only not going anywhere. You're going to be in a ditch. You're going to be in a ditch. Nobody's going to be able to come get you. You're going to be hours. in a rented car until this thaws out on the side of the road. So... I do a 75 point Austin Powers <laughs> U-turn like the, the like two inches back, two inches forward, two inches back, two inches forward. And, and it had to be slow because you can't be fucking you can't get any up. momentum no. whatsoever. I was so annoyed slash grateful that you were doing that. Like it was I just with wanted, a line of cars. Behind oh, us. oh, yeah. A whole fucking line. And not one of them beeped because they fucking knew what was up. So we get out of there. Go down another road. We're driving. 
it's like the kind of ice that if you stop, you slide. When you're stopped, whatever way the road is is, is banked, banked yeah. you're going to slide off the road. So I tell Mel, I'm like, I'm not stopping. We're we're not stopping till we get to the freeway. And lo and behold, we make it to the on-ramp of the freeway. Get on, There's one bridge that goes over the river into Washington. The second we hit the bridge... Not one drop of ice. A beautiful fucking spring day. <laughs> Sunshine, birds chirping. The bridge was A unicorn clear. came Dude. and ran over the bridge, jumped on the hood of the truck, and then ran over us. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, first of all, I couldn't, all this scary ass shit was going on. I could barely stay awake. I was up 4 a.m. the previous morning because I had worked. And... So I, I did not like Aaron at least got like maybe a 25 minute nap in between that night at least while my adrenaline, I pumping. couldn't fucking sleep at all. I was up. And so he's driving in this crazy ass conditions and I'm like trying to stay awake so that he's not by himself. And I'm like literally the heaviest purses on my eyes. I could not stand it. And I remember <laughs> right before, right when we got onto the freeway on ramp and, and, we started to get onto the interstate to go over the bridge. Mel put fish on. And I don't remember what song it was. I think it was Blaze On. I don't know. I think. I don't and know. I remember going and seeing that the bridge was clear and that we were going to make it over into Washington. And I started bawling and laughing at the same time. I was laughing and crying. like, And then, and then I told Mel, I was like, because I, I don't think I talked much. No, we weren't. Aaron and I were not talking to each other at all. And like I, we, it was not barely even like, like, like barely even grunting at each other. It was just so high stress that if any of us said anything to each other, we'd, we'd be fighting. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> I, I, we, I'm like laughing and crying and I, I feel like, okay, it's going to be okay now. And I tell Mel, I go, Mel. That was the scariest driving I've ever done in my whole life. I've done a lot of driving, babe. I've done a lot of things and a lot of crazy places. That was the single most afraid I've ever been driving a car in my whole life, ever. With good reason. Period. Yeah. So we drive into Washington. We've got our flight leaves at 11 o'clock that night. It's like noon. We pull over to rest area. Because neither of us can stay awake anymore and had the most glorious nap in the rental car. <laughs> that literally could have been the war. That could have been our vacation right there. <laughs> that been yep. Washington rest well, area 227. And I was, I was going to say something because that, that is a serious thing because they, they made it over the bridge. But like if you would have ended up in the ditch, like you said, nobody could get to you. They, no. It took them almost 20 hours. They were having to send out emergency crews again when they finally could. There was cars stuck on the freeway for like over 12 hours we saw it they we were it. they were running out of gas to keep their car warm so i mean it was a life-threatening matter it was crazy in because, several instances no you're not wrong because like we saw that on on the way to we were still on the train and we're like coming around like toward ikea and we're looking down and we're seeing like slow crashes 
like at five miles per hour. Where they're just sliding into each other. Sliding. And people trying to, that guy that was trying to change either, he was either trying to change his tire or put snow chains on. He put his chains on. And it was in over like six inches of snow. And you could just see everything was like above his door, except for that. He's like squirreling his fucking way. To get him. Yeah, it was, dude, it was like traumatic. So. It was so scary. So. We finally, we make it to, to the rent-a-car place at the airport at SeaTac in Seattle. And that the, was like the girl comes around. Winning a marathon. Yeah. I felt like <laughs> we, we won everything. We fell in love again, I think, yeah, at that point. At that point. <laughs> and, and the girl comes around. Renewed and your vows. And she's yeah. like, how was, how was your rental? And I'm like, look. I tell her the whole thing. And I'm like, seriously, you guys? Like, it, it, it was $450 for three for four and a half hours to rent the car and she's like yeah if it's over three hours they charge you the full day she goes but you know what i'm not gonna do that to you man i'm gonna give, give you, you a the little car bit of a break for for 199 plus tax and so we didn't end up paying 500 for the rent a car thank god and uh we go into the airport. That was the one time I was willing to let Aaron tell the story because every time he told the story about seven canceled flights and the what we're telling you now, Mike, the steam was building up in my fucking ears and starting to come out. And I was, I could feel like my blood pressure rising. I'm like, I don't fucking want anyone to know about this. I don't this. want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> I'm already living it. And so, I heard that in a little of the background on the, uh, the day before um, you guys had gotten out. It, it Aaron just, asked you something. You're like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> it was like, babe, what should we do? And you're, and I heard Mel and I was like, oh, well, okay. hang in there. Well, what was, what was happening? happening was Aaron is like I'm gonna get us a hotel room we're gonna get an Uber and I'm like who the fuck do you think you are dude like nothing is moving where are you gonna get an Uber and what hotel everybody like every single person that was in the airport couldn't get home and there was they, like people just walking and crying. Yeah, there was no. There <laughs> Literally. Was, dude, there was like animals in their little freaking bins babies. and babies. There's, again, no water, none of that shit. So like he's like all like trying to be all brave. Like we're going to get. I'm like, where the fuck? What do you mean? It was just very nice thinking, but I was at my wits end. I was trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying try to keep well, that positive that, that's spin. That's what happened. Like, it was like yin and yang with us. Like, oh, I was yeah. like trying to be positive and like, we'll get through this. I'm in this. the toilet. And then Aaron's like, <laughs> and then Mel would be in the toilet and I'd be like, it's okay, babe. We're together. It's fun. It's okay. Anyway, we make get it to pass the baton yeah. of positiveness. <laughs> we make it to the Seattle airport. You hold it. No, you do it. We go through the security. Everything's great. We're at the gate. It's like five, four o'clock in the afternoon. We have till 11 o'clock that night for our flight. Mel Things goes, are looking good. Mel goes to the bathroom. Bling, bling, bling on my phone. Flight canceled. And she comes walking out. And Mother. I just, I hold up my phone towards her and was like, yep. And she, the look on her face, both of us at that point were like, are we done? Are we just going to get a hotel in Seattle and wait this out and fuck it? Like, but I was like, nope, we're, we're, we've made it this far. We're going to the ticket counter. We're going to go talk to, because here's the deal. Like the airline that we were on wouldn't book us on another airline. I'm not going to out them because they ended up hooking us up, but like they wouldn't book us on another airline. So it just, that was the way it was. And so we go up to the ticket counter. It's this young guy. And I, I'm like, I go, look, man, I'm 
I'm almost in tears right now. And like my voice is shaking. I go, it's my 25th wedding anniversary. We're supposed to be in Mexico today. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. We've been, I tell him the story. You guys just canceled our f- flight out of here again. Can you please book us on any airline? Get us out of Seattle. And he was like, you know what? I got you guys and hooked us up. Hell yeah. Dude, I think it was it Fernando or I can't remember. I think that was his name. Yeah. Fernando with, if it wasn't, that's airline. a good name. Fernando. So not over. Oh, and he looked like Anthony Kiedis. He did. So the story, <laughs> story doesn't end here, folks. We make it to Dallas on that flight, 11 o'clock at night. We end up in Dallas at six o'clock in the morning. Our connecting flight to Mexico and fish and fun in the sun and yay is at eight. We go to the gate. Oh, my God. Go to the gate. 6.30, no plane. 7 o'clock, no plane. 7.30, all the people are arriving for the flight. No plane. 8 o'clock, no plane. No plane. They come over the thing. They're like, yeah. Uh, there's no plane. There's no plane here. <laughs> it's, it's in the hangar with a maintenance hold. At this point, I'm... Like my hair's literally falling what out. The f- <laughs> fuck. Yeah. My hair's falling out. Like my eyes twitching. It's where you start laughing deliriously. Just Mel, like- <laughs> Mel and I are not saying one word to each other. There's, I, there's I, nothing to I'm say. I'm just like mantraing over and over in my head. We will get on this flight. We will get on it, this flight. And we it, will get on at the this same flight. time. I hope me and Ryder are rooting so hard for you guys. With the, and, and we wanted to like text like, how are you doing? Oh no. But we were like, no, I wasn't no, answering anything. They, no, I knew we knew that, mm. but we were pulling and for you. You know what? This is a special. Sorry, Audrey, because she texted me the evening of, and I was like, I don't want to talk about it. And maybe that's not how my text went off, you know, like went was, over. I don't want to talk about it. But it, that's how I felt it. And I, we already talked about it, but I just want to say sorry again. So I was like, we end up getting on the plane. Oh, like, also it's snowing as we're talking, yeah, telling right the story now. right now. And <laughs> we get on the plane. Yeah, it hasn't, I did not relax until we were an hour into the flight to Cancun. Cause I was like, okay, they're going to turn the flight around yep, for some reason. Yep. We are far enough into this flight now to where some shit goes wrong. We're either crashing in the ocean or we're going to Cancun. Or making it to one Cancun. way or the other. Something's going to end. So, but I'm going to say, and I say this with all seriousness, every bit of it was absolutely worth it to experience what we experienced for our 25th anniversary in Cancun at Fish Mexico. Well, that, you know, I start thinking about in hindsight, the whole thing was worth it. That, yes, the whole, it, yeah. like, that was our, our, the shit show of the snowpocalypse. It, it was our anniversary. Like that, that's, to me, it was like a synopsis of our, our marriage. Our, our marriage. I exactly. said that. Remembered? I said that. Yeah. It, it just, it 
was so elegant <laughs> of the how the beginning was just a total nightmare shit, shit show, show and then and then oh. <laughs> yep. yeah it was you guys fish mexico was literally the way that we needed to ring in our 25th anniversary it was it was the most amazing experience yeah i've ever had on a vacation or at a concert or at a vacation concert you know i've i worked um in las vegas for many years over 20 years in the hospitality industry i've been to the encore i worked for encore which is one of the highest you know when all like these beautiful hotels i have never experienced or felt so much luxury and so much attention and like the service was so good but also like they were so happy and grateful and like it was well let's be real man those those folks that worked at moon palace Mm -hmm. and hilton were busting their humps yeah and and getting compensated fat like yeah. I saw some fat wads of. We tip were cash. fucking. I was compensating everybody who I looked at, who touched, who talked to me. I you got fucking something. <laughs> I did. I fuck that. Like, but I, I, <laughs> I said this to a couple of people since we got back. Fish is the classiest band on the planet, and and obviously I understand that Fish didn't book our hotels or make the service or put together all that stuff. Trey had nothing to do with that, but that organization hired the company that did that Mm -hmm. and they know what those people do, the kind of shit they do. Like here's a great example. When you do fish Mexico, part of the package is when you arrive, there's a welcome gift in your room on your bed, right? Like this year it was a water bottle and a beach bag. And, uh, because we were a no show on Thursday, they gave our room away. That was a whole other thing that almost happened. And, uh, so when we got our room, finally, there was none of that stuff in there. And at that point, like, I was just grateful to be standing where I was standing. Welcome, schmelcom gift. I didn't give a shit. I was just like, cool, whatever. I'm happy we're here. Like, I'm not going to cause a thing or go find I'm out. I'm going to cry about yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. The second day we were there, or the third day. Yeah, it was we the third there, day. The front desk calls us in the morning. And they're like, Mr. and Mrs. Schaefer, we have something down here at the front desk for you. And lo and behold. It was There's our they made sure our, you got they made sure gift. we got our stuff. Mm-hmm. Long strange putt, Sean. It was his birthday. They sent him two. They cakes. They sent him two birthday cakes. Two birthday cakes. Oh, we said it was our anniversary. They sent us fucking nothing. <laughs> they didn't send us shit, but we did get a dope ass ocean view. Yeah, we got upgraded and like a it was freaking. Like, there's really nothing else to say except the shows were dope. Dancing in the sand, perfect weather perfect water the fucking set lists were out of control and the only thing i was sad about is i didn't get my bucket hat yeah they're that was sold the, out. the only fucking one one little bugaboo so what i <laughs> could deal with that <laughs> when we were at msg the people that were behind us we told all you guys this they they had said to us in in 22 was that april 22 or 21 no 22 okay when we did the April MSG run, they were like, if you guys need to like take out a loan or 
put mortgage it on your credit your house. card or do whatever, <laughs> you need to go to Fish Mexico. We never found them. No, but I'll tell you what, like you hear that from somebody at a show and it's like, yeah, whatever. They were so fucking right. It's, I know it's expensive and it seems a little ridiculous. It is. I I will say that it's stupidly expensive. And if you can't afford it, don't fucking do it. But if you can kind of maybe try to afford it, fucking do it and you won't regret it at all. It's the, it's incredible to be like not have to pay for anything is just crazy. Like you just go to the restaurant and have dinner. Yeah. And then basically, you, like you said, the only thing you need to have is to be cool as like some tip cash tip, yeah, and money for it. merch. If you want to buy merch or whatever, uh, but like but, every, every, like every detail is thought of pool parties, buffets, you know, activities. I just, you just, both of you describing like them walking with drink trays through the crowd at a fish show and not having problems. Okay. Like, one, okay, we were there for, it was a four-day show, but we were there for the three days. In three days, I saw one lady spill one drink. I didn't see any. One time. And they were in the front row. The they were in the fucking side. I mean, they were everywhere. So think about the pit at any show you've been to, what it's like with people dancing. There were waiters coming through the pit with full trays of margaritas and beers and waters and mojitos. Some of the trays were lit up. So, like, dude, they were, and dancing. and dancing. Some of them were fucking dancing. Then you see the guy with the tray. Two seconds later, you see the guy with the fucking bag picking up tr- yep. uh, the, the, we had the, well, the... It sounds like they had the key because we all know to get through floor almost anything, you have to dance through it. Yeah. You can't walk and be like, excuse me, excuse me. I, they the, had the flavor and the flow. My favorite guy was the second night we were there a younger guy serving beers came through and it was the last beer on the tray and nobody was taking it and he was fucking grooving like dancing with his tray and laughing and looking around and then he he saw nobody was taking the beer and he just like fuck it and he grabbed the beer and chugged it and started put his arms around the people that he was with like around and was dancing with everybody jamming to fish and then went went back to work. Fucking love that. I love it, man. Like, but I want to say this because um, it's always about the people for me. Yeah. No matter what we do. Mad I don't care Ronnie. what's going on. But Sean and Emily, we literally had a couple that was in our same hotel room. No, that, not in our same hotel not, room. Not in our hotel room. That didn't mean to say that. <laughs> our, our same hotel on the same floor. Yeah. And oh, really? Long, strange putt. Saving yeah. us fucking spots out by the fucking beach. Got us our dinner reservations. Got us our dinner, dinner reservations. Walked us back and forth fucking from and to and from the show each night. Like, Emily okay. and Sean, there is nothing that I can say except for thank you so much. I love you guys. Love you guys. Anything you need. And you think of us, you fucking got it. Emily, like forever. That's one of the first things you both told when they were breaking down the experience. You're, you're it, like, they cannot wait it. for you to meet them. Yep. Uh, Above love, everything. And then it was like, oh, and then the shows. You did say that. You were like, yeah, I can't wait till you meet them. Because like somehow or another, Emily reminded me of Sydney and one of my best friends from Vegas. I, I got to say that like. And, and well, just wait a minute. So just being around her was so comforting. 
And then when we met and then meeting Sean, it was like, he was like our cousin or brother or son or something that we just were very familiar with. And they were so amazing, funny, sweet, loving, fucking killed it dancing. Just Emily. Love you guys. Emily is a a sober fish goer and she, the moon palace is a maze sober. It's everything looks the same. It's the same hallway everywhere. It's the same building everywhere. Mm. And it's not easy to find your way around there. And after every show, she made sure that we made it where we were going back home. She is, she is, they call her the Sherpa. She is the best. She was our Sherpa and best. I'm telling and thank you, you two and for fun. taking care of them. Grandma yes. and grandpa needed Sherpa. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Well, thank you for that, even, Emily. Well, okay. So then even this again, people always make up the entire thing. We, um, they needed to go to the bathroom. This was like the third night, right? Or third. Yeah. Know what whatever night, about. whatever night it was, I think it was the last night. Sean and Emily had to go to the bathroom. We ended up bumping into a couple that we had been dancing with all night. It was a second night. Oh, oh, Matt and Ronnie. Matt and Ronnie. And next thing you know, they're gone. So it's just me and Aaron and Matt and Ronnie. And we had the time of our life with these people. Oh, my God. And look, I don't think anybody who listens to the show, you guys all know how much I freaking am all up on my kids' snacks. I love my kids. They're <laughs> the best people in the universe. But talking to Matt and Ronnie made me feel like... They made me realize how much I love my kids and I can't thank them enough for that. Like when you talk to somebody who you've never talked to before about your, how proud you are about your, of your kids. And I wasn't trying to brag. That's nothing to brag about. I'm just talking just their intent, listening and our connection. It just, I love those two forever too. Yeah, that, those, that was just something that was so special. What a, a great chance meeting. And we love you, Matt and Ronnie going before we left, uh, last year, actually at string summit, um, our friend Brad had told Melanie and I, he was like, you guys, Brad is a, is a message deliverer. Mm-hmm. He, he gets downloads and delivers messages to folks. And he was like, Aaron and Mel, you guys need to go to Fish Mexico. Like, put it out there that you want to be there and you'll be there. There's something down there waiting for you. And actually, we were talking about this in the kitchen today. And Mel was like, I don't know what it is. You just said what it was. It's the relationships that we people. now have mm-hmm. connected with those people. That's what was waiting for us down there. Yeah. Those people. Honestly, that's if, what you got to take if, home from it. Yeah, if that's what it was, I will fucking take it every day of the week. Like, look, man. Those shows were amazing, but they were not the, my favorite fish shows I've ever seen. They were f- amazing. And They're I can't, phenomenal. I can't say anything negative about them at all, but they weren't, they just weren't my favorite, but the experience, yeah. that's what it was the about. People. And that 2001, <laughs> what? If you have live fish, Dude, I, I beg you to go listen to the listen 2001 to from just, there's three songs that, that stood out to me from the run. More than any others. The 2001, the split open and melt and the bathtub gin. That disease was dope too, though. Yeah. 
No, look, the ones that stood out to me was Susie Greenberg. I, that never stands out. I don't Your even. Mom showed I up. could care less. But my mom showed up in Mexico. Everybody's chanting Susie. That's Mel's mom. Uh, that's my mom's name. Um, that uh, two thousand and one, and then the Yem with the, oh, the yem. what? That one. It you guys just listen to those shows after you listen to this, and you'll you'll get it. I just want to stop and point out for everybody listening to the show that Mel is picking her favorite fish songs from a fish run. Mm-hmm. This is this is a person that <laughs> wasn't really into fish a few years ago. And, and all of a sudden Listen. is calling songs before oh, I, Trey I, calls the song. Okay. And not just calling songs. She's getting kind of statty about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the best. She, she, it's yeah. not as good as the Eugene she 2001. Is. So the thing she said, just I'm not. just like, oh, damn. Uh-huh. Wow, God. That, wait, they, you guys no. have rubbed off on Mel, me. It's your fault. That was you. You said that. It wasn't as good as the Eugene 2001. But, you know, those drops were really good in that one. About three and a half minutes in, Mike hits that hey, bass note. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh I mean just that's how it happens man and then I just want to shout out Megan from Helping Friendly Podcast RJ um who else are we missing that we saw out there Uh, so uh it was so many I've been floating in the blimp a lot (laughs) (laughs) well if we missed you we're sorry we love you thank you for oh um Roxy thank you so much for coming up and taking a picture with us first thing we saw you um and and here's oh, is that the one that took the picture of you two dancing no we don't oh. know who i don't know who okay that was. so let me tell you this so that was the last night was that during it wasn't waste. during waste was yeah. it so aaron or and shade. i no okay it was either waste or shade one of those two wasted and shade we <laughs> aaron and i were in our full glory it's our last night there we're hugging it up during a slow song and we were probably like standing like upright, like holding each other probably for up. 15 minutes or <laughs> yeah, holding each other up. But for a long, it wasn't just a couple minutes. It was like for a extended period of time. So then the show closes up, blah, blah, blah. We're getting our stuff together. And some girl comes over and taps me on the shoulder and was like, hey, can I get your phone number so that I can send you these awesome pictures that I took of you and your husband. You guys, I just looked over and I thank you for what you guys were doing. That just made, she thanked us for our love. Hugging my wife, man. She thanked us for our love and was like, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Can I send these to you? Um, yes. So then we get up and, and you know, Sean and Emily are with us. Sean's like, what was that about? And we were like, dude, she was just freaking took a picture of us. Cause she thought we were rad. And he was like, that's fucking amazing. You guys, I'm kind of distracted while I'm telling Holy the story because clumps of fucking snow. it is coming down hard with this snow. That's wild. We're talking about snowpocalypse. Uh, and I know. Then this it, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is snowed at least a little bit every single day since you guys went to Mexico. Well, wow. you've seen it since yeah. you've been back. I, 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 as shitty as the beginning of the trip was as hard as it was, is as amazing as the rest of the trip was. I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to do that. And we we were walking on the last night. We got early entry into the venue. They do like a lottery. 
And if you win the lot in the lottery, you get assigned a number like one through 200 or whatever. And we got number, th- we were the 33rd people into the venue on the last night. So like we were up at the very front of the pit. So we're walking to go get in the early entry line. Cause we had gotten that. And I, I stopped Mel. I said, stop, we're going to stop and talk for a second. And she's like, what? And I said, all right, no bullshit. We're not missing, we're not missing this ever again. And she was like, okay. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to give me any shit about this next year when I book it. Okay. And she's like that look of like, uh, she's like, okay. Well, if you can pull it off, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to pull it off. That's all I'm I'm going to do. I I already got it figured out. Dude, I'm I'm driving in the ice with you. I'm fucking got my keens on and went in the fucking snow. I'm down. Okay. All right. (laughs) And now it's on the show. Recording. Perfect. (laughs) That was my, that was my, my plan has come together. He just put a mark. He just put a marker. Wait a minute. I keep saying keens. No guys. It was my Tevas. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's, I kept saying Keens this whole time. Keens I didn't. Are protective I didn't mean Keens. I meant my Tevas. Yes, the ones that fucking have your toe and your heel and your foot sticking out, which is Velcro. With her fish donut socks. With my fish donut socks. Oh, babe, I felt so bad. I just remember Oregon was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you're exposed." What a faux pas. <laughs> you're gonna try and make it out of me. Not gonna happen. Uh, I have to say too that. Um, coming home was amazing not only like so we get home on monday that was awful for me because i got fucking food poisoning well and i was talking about what happened at home oh okay we get home on monday tuesday eggy came and stayed with us yeah and those that is the coolest sweetest nicest group of guys on the planet those guys man that is that is some hard working dudes and just to come back from that experience and then have them here mm-hmm. gave me, this is just for me, gave me something to focus on other than feeling like I was wiped out from a three day run at 51 years old. You know, I came home feeling like shit cause I had had a raw bur- oh, burger the so last gross. night of fish and the stomach cramping and all that shit kicked in when we were on the plane. On the bus on the way to the airport. And yeah, on the bus. And so on the airplane, I was so tense and tight that by the time I, I I was crying. I was crying oh, on both my flights. So sad. Like I just couldn't help it. Like I like my eyes were tearing and I was like you got everybody notes. If you've ever fucking had to take the worst shit of your life or puke or whatever, like the, t- the, like the knots that happen in your stomach and like, I'm sitting in between two people. I'm always in the middle seat. I'm like, and like, it was so painful that I, and I couldn't, I, nothing had to come out yet. It was just like the pain of my, it was my the inside yeah, of you happening. Exactly. So when we got out, like finally at the end of the night, I was so spent. And hurt like I just felt sore everywhere because of course you're on a fucking plane, From being tense. yeah, tense and shit. That I, that having Eggy the next day was so, Aaron was right. It's like such a 
welcome distraction to get the room ready for the guys mm-hmm. and like cook dinner and, and wait on them to come because they came in the evening. And it was just such a treasure to have the group here and to we have you're going to listen to um, an episode, an upcoming episode with Jake. Oh, man, um, that, that, that conversation. was such a great conversation. So it kept on rolling, man. We we had our beautiful time in Mexico, came home, Eggy and, you know, we went and saw Eggy and Twitter. had an amazing oh show, my gosh. Star Theater. Yeah, that that was amazing. And these, if you have not seen Eggy, uh, they're they're out on tour. This is our first time making it the West Coast. These guys are so awesome and they are killing it. They're selling out all their shows, you know, and, and like here, it was good to see so many people were buying their merch. Yeah. We, we got a bunch of merch. They got cool merch. Then they said that Portland was, the Portland is the, is the most merch they'd sold on the tour so far. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And then they've gone on to play Seattle. They're, they're out there making the rounds. And I think this is going to become a, a, full-time thing for them going around Coming the country west. and yeah they're gonna be opening and honestly shout out to fucking twiddle man like look they at one point i don't know what song it was i don't even care what song it was at one point i had come back in because i was like hungry and we were eating a star theater is awesome i love the star theater we were outside eating with eggy for a little bit went in to go see twiddle and they were in some freaking jam that I don't even know what took Mel place. Mel just disappeared down I onto the floor. Just, well, you know, Audrey and, and our people were there. Abe and, you know, um, I bumped into um, who? I don't know. Scott. Scott, thank yeah. you. Bumped into Scott and he came up to see you guys. And like, I, kudos freaking Mahali and the whole twiddle band. Like, I know yeah, this man. is your last go around. You know, you guys are, you know, hanging it up after this year. But dang, There's you guys. A lot of speculation. Well, there. you know, whatever. Whatever they're doing. But um, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, well, then that night, too, their, their uh, drum tech had to step in and take over on drums and, like, did the most it. awesome solo. Oh, my. Just yeah, you're right, Apple. He just killed it all night. You know, and it's not stopping. Tonight, we're going to see Umphreys. And then if you're here in Portland on the 9th um, at the Aladdin, right? Is it oh, at the Aladdin? Oh, yeah. Andy Frasco, Andy Frasco and, and Big the Something. And Big Something. So come hang out with us there, man. We're going to be at those shows, too. It, <sighs> we're not going to sleep. It's it's not happening. We'll, we'll sleep next October, November, Right. No, I'm November, gonna start looking we got tore down if fish we Halloween do that. <laughs> to do in Vegas, and uh, no, they haven't announced that. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so they, yeah. things will be happening. I'm exhausted still, and uh, a three day run is no joke. I don't. I, for those of you that scored seven days MSG passes, I hope that you're. Uh, taking your vitamins and uh, <laughs> drinking your athletic greens or whatever the hell it is you do, because I don't care if you're 20, seven days is, is a, 
Is seven days is a lot, yeah. Unless you're doing sober shows, you don't got to worry about that shit. You go to sleep after even the that, show, you get up and that, go play. Even that, though. Well, then you still take your vitamins, but you'll be like, uh, uh, Wake up uh, in the morning, get your coffee and your I bagel. say no matter how you go about it, seven days in a row of shows is, is a lot. That is a lot. To I, process, to take yeah. in, to be Stimulation. bombarded by. Yeah. I talked to a few people. I've talked to a few people that did all 13 of the Baker's Dozen. Uh, and like a month recovery uh, from that. That's that's two full weeks of shows. I wouldn't do that. I, I would not do that. Absolutely I couldn't, not. I don't think I could do it. Well, you'd be doing it on your own because I'd be like, I'll see you fucking later, babe. <laughs> I'm going to do glazed and sprinkle and chocolate day. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah, how many yeah. 2000 ones they do. I'm not doing it. Well, we just scored our four days for dicks. Woo! And, uh, it's on. We, You know what? This summer, on its own, without us like doing anything of like reaching out to anybody or like petitioning to go or any of that is already shaping up to be one of the most incredible summers ever. We just got word today. Oh, yay. You guys. It's official. It is official. No Simple Road will be performing live at the Oregon Country Fair this year. We are part of Spoken Word Crew. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I just got the word today. It's happening. We will be there. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's our first fair. And I'm really, really stoked and honored that Spoken Word has taken us in. And Dan Cohen from uh, Peak Experience, it's 1,000% because of you, sir, that we are going. And, Dan, and- thank you so much yeah. for, this is the one, well, not only one time ever, but like, when you get rewarded for your work, like somebody sees your work and they're like, that's dope. I want, we I want to buy them. that or I want to do that or I want to go there or whatever. And I just want to say thank you, Dan, for, um, believing in us and like believing, believing in, believing in, believing that's beyond in, believing, <laughs> believing, yeah, believing in, but thanks Dan for, yes, Dan, for recommending us, for pushing for us. I know you wanted us to come last year and we just couldn't swing it with peach and everything, but we are so excited yeah, and, and we can't wait to we've been come hearing up with it year fun. after year like since we've been out like why aren't you guys doing fair haven't you gone to fair and mm-hmm. it's happening it's yeah. happening so what i was going to say is if any of you out there ha- have been to fair and have any um inside info as to like what to bring or like advice how to pack or any of that like you know, practical stuff. We we would appreciate it because, you know, this is our first fair. Fair is not a festival, and, and we are going to be there the entire time. We we're not tapping out and leaving and none of that shit. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to be on the grounds from Thursday through Monday. Yep. So we would love to have any kind of scoop that you guys have, um, any inside information to make our fair more enjoyable. Yep. And I mean, make our fair fair. Yeah. We're going back to Skull and Roses, April 19th through the 23rd. We're going to Dick's. We're doing the Peach Festival and doing Mojo Mojo Family Fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When is Mojo Family Fest? Help Uh, me out, guys. Is it it in June? June. Beginning of June. Hang on. It is. Stand by. Uh, 
The dates for Mojo Family Fest are June 16th through the 18th at Rhythms Ground in Sandy, Oregon. With performances by Bodie Mojo, Sponge, Family Mystic, The Copper Children, The Quick and Easy Boys, No Simple Road. The Muddy Souls. J-Sci Proof. Brother Gabe Trio. All right. A lot more. Super Secret Band, Flying Caravan. Campfire Boys. Blah, blah, blah. You, You know what I'm talking about. So if you haven't got your tickets, please go to the Mojo Family Fest Instagram or Bodie Mojo's Instagram and follow the links in their bio. You can get your tickets and come camp and hang out with No Simple Road and the wider Portland weirdo music scene. (laughs) (laughs) Good way to put it. Well, I mean, it's not just jam band anymore. There's a lot... Yeah. yeah. No, it's look, look, music. We started it's out as a Grateful music. Dead podcast. Remember that. We that's how we started. And now, oh yeah, we're a jam band. No, we're not. Like this is the greater music and it's our it's it's our generations like uh, ours and our kids generations that we're reporting the music and the art scene and everything that's popping. Yeah, man. As much as we can get to. Huge honor to be able to do this. Yeah, we're open. Well, I think everybody listens knows that we're open to every. It's not like, like no, we don't do that. It's no. like we fucking love everything. If Taylor Swift wants to come Bring on a simple road. Let's Tay-tay. go, Tay Tay. I'm all oh, Tay Tay. I've always been about you. Just same ask here. Around. Rihanna, always been. I will, I will get in a fight over people who make fun I will. of her, oh. dude. <laughs> she hey, Apple meant that. Uh huh. Like for real. Yeah. Don't haters gonna hate. Uh, hate hate That's, hate. Shake it off. That I always said that. Uh-huh. Even when the kids were little, I always was like, shake that shit off. Because it's fun to shake it off. It too. is. It feels good. It kind of reminds me of um, Tom York, Radiohead. I find this gets to be a good going. stopping point. <laughs> Today's episode. Damn. We have, we have devolved into Tay Tay. No, no, there's no Tay Tay. Yeah, Tay Tay oh, is not a devolve. We're going to go, bro. Step outside. Dude, that's it. Uh, if she fucking changes the way the ticketing system, you're going to eat your words. I, nah, I didn't talk nah. shit. Yeah, you said devolve. Okay. Well, I did talk shit. But anyway, <laughs> Apple, do you have oh, anything? Oh, dude, Apple's fucking side-eyeing Aaron over here. <laughs> I got a little heated. Do you have Dang. anything you want to report before we continue to end the show? N- no, just they, they, that was my update. My surgery is rescheduled for the 23rd. Just I, again, thank you so much for everybody for rooting for me and sending love, positivity, everything, especially to the rappers because they were Aww. they were ready that they thought that we just couldn't get out of here when they followed up with it, that they were willing to like jump in their four by four, get here go through whatever needed to be done to get me to the hospital for my surgery, but they had canceled all surgeries Aww. for the day. I forgot to mention something as well. Ben and Tiff, they're the owners of Rhythms Ground, called us at the airport, knew that we were stuck, were willing, were going to jump in their 4 by 4 and bring us food. Yep. Yeah. They fucking did that. They said that. Yeah, that's there. That's the kind of road dog. Yeah, exactly. Talk about freaking road dog. Thank you guys. Love you guys so much. Can't wait to see you tonight. Everybody. Happy Monday. You know, it's the beginning of the week. Go out there and just relax this week. It's okay. Everything that's happening right now is temporary. No matter what it is, it's temporary shit. It's not going to last forever. Sometimes it seems like it's going to last forever, mm-hmm. like Apple and his deal that he's going through right now. But six months yeah, from now, right. y'all are going to look back on whatever's going on right now and be like, phew, made it through that and on to the next thing. So take it easy this week. 
Remember to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth when you get stressed. Lower your shoulders, you know, loosen that neck up a little bit. And uh, until next time, smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Remember to wash your hands. Support your local music scene. Yeah. And start to get your garden ready. Spring is almost here, even though it's snowing in Portland, okay? It's time to, like, till and mulch. Yeah, that's going to end, like, it's going to be like, boom. Okay, done. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.